0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: With so much information to weed through of what is and is not healthy living, People everywhere are confused about proper steps to take toward finding a wellness plan that works for them. Don't climb this mountain alone. We want to give you time-tested education and research based on our own experiences and give you guidance to define what is healthy for you. Let's put the puzzle pieces together. Today, your journey begins take notes ask questions this is ganino wellness radio with dr john and linda ganino bringing you simplified education to apply to your everyday life now here is dr john and linda ganino
2: Welcome, everyone, to Episode 4 of Ganino Wellness Radio on VoiceAmerica.com. I'm here today with my lovely wife, Linda. Hello, everyone.
3: Thanks so much for joining us.
2: And our guest today is uh, Zen Honeycutt, a leader in the food revolution movement, bringing awareness to people all across America on how to keep our food system safe for our families. We'll be introducing her just momentarily. Linda will read her bio. Uh, her mission is uh, so important in this day and age, and I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. First, I want to recap our first three shows. As you will remember, our first show was primarily Linda discussing her experience with chronic fatigue syndrome and um, thyroid cancer, and and we were able to connect uh, those issues to things like vaccines, multiple antibiotics in her life, exposure to toxins, including her stint uh, living at a na- naval uh, weapons laboratory and uh, episode 2 was uh, as you remember was Doug Kaufman telling us all about the fungal connection to things like cancer which is pretty strong and uh, and we were able to connect also uh, the fungal link to uh, mycotoxins which are secreted by fungi which make the body's pH more acidic and when you have an acid pH it allows the growth of more fungus which secretes more mycotoxins and it's just kind of a vicious cycle. Um, last week we as many of you know we had some technical difficulties. It turned out to be a, I think a worldwide issue with uh, the internet but uh, at any rate when we, when we came back we were able to visit with Dr. Richard Bec- Becker and Cindy Becker and they were discussing what is making us sick. Dr. Becker shared his personal story with his cancer and uh, their passion and their journey and how it's led to their television show and making a difference for people. So it's been uh, it's been a great three shows. We think today uh, will uh, be even better. Um, so we're so excited about it. And uh, anyway, I want to turn it over to Linda.
3: So let me read Zen's uh, bio. Uh, Zen Honeycutt is the founder and director of Moms Across America, a nonprofit national coalition of unstoppable moms. With the motto, Empowered Moms, Healthy Kids, Moms Across America has grown rapidly with over 400 leaders that have created 700 community events in all 50 states in just the three years of its inception. Moms Across America empowers and and amplifies the voice of the mom locally and nationally to create healthy communities by raising awareness about GMOs and related pesticides in our food. Zinn has three boys with allergies and autism symptoms, which greatly improved when they went GMO-free and organic. She discovered that thousands of moms are seeing the same results, and Moms Across America is expanding to mothers across the world with co-creator Vandana Shiva. Zinn has been featured on CNN, The Dr. Oz Show, The Wall Street Journal, C-SPAN, and has been on ABC and Fox News as well. She's an international speaker, a powerful leadership coach, speaker, and writer. She is currently working on a book called Unstoppable Love, Empowering Community Leaders
4: to be Global Game Changers. Welcome to the show, Zen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Dr. John. It's just such a pleasure to be with you today.
2: So, Zen, the, the first thing I wanted to ask is, you know, we, we talked to Doug two weeks ago and the Beckers last week, and, and it's it's so refreshing to me to to hear such passion in people, and, and I know there's a story behind you personally, how you got, you know, so fired up to do what you do, so that's where I'd like to start, if that's okay.
1: Oh,
4: that's great, but I would like to mention, I listened to those episodes, and I really want to acknowledge you and Linda for the courage and commitment that you have to bring such, um, you know, controversial, I would have to say, uh, evidence to the world that what is causing our health issues are not what we normally think. So I really want to acknowledge you, especially as a doctor, for, for bringing out new information to the public.
2: Uh, well, thank you. We've, we've had some rough waters, as you might imagine. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've been, we've been yeah. crucified by the powers that be. But like Linda says, you know, truth is truth. And you just have to hang in there and, you know, grit your teeth and hang on. And so far, so good.
4: Absolutely, yeah. and and that's what I was seeking. You know, there's a saying that goes that the uh, a worried mom does better research than the FBI. And ah. When <laughs> when I was concerned about my children's health, as I still am, um, like millions of moms across America today, I'm struggling with my children's health issues, namely uh, allergies to wheat, dairy, gluten, tree nuts, peanuts, uh, eggs. Did I say dairy and um, and carrageenan, which is a seaweed food thickener in just about everything that kids like. Um, in addition to a a brief period of autism symptoms, uh, I became very concerned. And because my husband and I never had health issues like these, and I knew it had to be something else, not just what was going on with my kids. So I found out about GMOs and um, the related pesticides, but from Robin O'Brien and Jeffrey M. Smith, and my life changed completely. And so it, it really came out of Uh, loving my children and wanting to take care of them. I never had any interest in being an activist. I thought that activists or even advocates were just fussy people with too much time on their hand. Um, (laughs) You know, I definitely did not want to change how I was feeding my kids. You know, I thought people who had gluten allergies were, were hypochondriacs and crazy. And, you know, lo and behold, there's something to it that our food has changed. So... Uh, that's what got yes. me started. It, it really was an act of uh, just a fierce mama tiger wanting to protect her children, and I have to say it paid off because my elder son's allergies from uh, nuts, you know, we almost lost him on Thanksgiving dinner one day. Mm-hmm. His, al- his allergies went from 19 down to a point two over the past couple of years, and my other son's autism symptoms have completely gone away and have, have not come back for over three years.
2: Wow. So, C- Congratulations, Dr. Zen. yeah that's for sure you know i like uh, the new
4: new mds are moms doctors and scientists mds right working together
2: yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um so our uh our our technical support is mamie and she's in uh, uh, seattle today listening live and and she gave me some questions and and some of them are extremely good and and this one particularly intrigues me yeah, uh, Please break down the farming system and how all the che- how all the chemicals get into our food supply to begin with.
4: Oh, great. Okay. Well, first off, I'm not a farmer. I, I, I'm i a wannabe farmer. I have done a woofing program and have gone to farms and worked on farms for days and absolutely love what farmers do, and I have the ultimate respect for them. Um, but how toxic chemicals got into farming goes back to after the war when the uh, Farms, you know, chemicals were being used in Vietnam and and various wars when they realized, the chemical makers realized they could no longer do that. And so they needed a new market for their toxic chemicals. And so they decided to declare war on bugs and weeds. Mm -hmm. And they told farmers that this will be cheaper, more effective. You won't need all that labor. And and many farmers decided to try that. And lo and behold, it, it did eliminate the need for... Um, you know, multiple farm hands, And for a few years, it does uh, increase their efficiency for growing food. But over time, it depletes the soil, it deteriorates the microbiome in the soil as it does in the gut. And it uh, makes the soil more compact, so that water just sort of drains off it rather than soaking into it. So it increases drought. And over time, Mother Nature gets stronger. So there are superweeds, that the weeds end up resisting these toxic chemicals. Um, And in addition, the drift from the toxic chemicals killing the weeds will kill the crops. So the manufacturers of these chemicals had a new dilemma, and that was to genetically engineer the crops so that the crops would resist the toxic chemicals. And that's how GMOs were born. Genetically modified organisms were created to resist toxic chemicals, so that the chemical companies could sell more of their chemicals, not to feed the world as they claim right, so Zen, can you explain to us uh, just real quickly what microbiome is? Sure, the microbiome is the the uh, gathering or the collective sort of name for the bacteria that is in predominantly the gut. I suppose you could say there's a microbiome of the soil again i 'm not a I'm not a farmer, so there might be another name for that. But it's, it's the bacteria which are so important in our body to maintain the uh, ability to digest food properly and to also, um, it's where the hormones are, are held. Like tryptophan is in the gut where, where most tryptophan is stored and held is in the gut. And without tryptophan, our bodies can't make serotonin or melatonin or guarin. And serotonin is what um, regulates insulin. So if you destroy your gut bacteria or your microbiome in your gut, then your body won't be able to make tryptophan or serotonin and won't be able to regulate insulin, and you'll have an increase of diabetes. Um, this also impacts, you know, melatonin impacts um, depression, sleeplessness, anxiety, even acts of violence could be attributed mm-hmm. to a, um, an, an imbalance of the gut biome. And right. that's what glyphosate is shown to do, and glyphosate is the declared active chemical ingredient. In uh, roundup, which eighty percent of GMOs are engineered to withstand, so when we 're eating these uh, this chemical uh, this combination of chemicals glyphosate, and the coformulants, we are slowly but surely destroying our gut bacteria and the biome, which is necessary for um, our not only our hormones but our immune system. seventy percent of our immune system lies in the in the gut
2: yeah that 's impressive, and I, I remember uh, Oh, I guess it was a couple years ago. I saw I saw you on television talk about um, you know the three types of GMO, the BT toxin, the uh, Roundup Ready, and the desired trait. And I think what I'd like to do now is uh, is go to break, and then maybe when we come back, you could, you could go over that because I just I loved how you connected all that together. Does that sound okay?
4: That sounds great. Thank you.
2: Yeah, very good. So we'll uh, we'll cut to break, and we'll be back shortly.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too at the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas. We know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit ganinowellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469-402-2800. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune in to Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
1: You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio.
2: Welcome back, everyone, and uh, we're so, again, uh, happy to have Zen Honeycutt as our guest today, and uh, I want to remind you to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and you can find out more about us at our website, which is ganinowellness.com. So before we went to break, we were talking to Zen, and I'd... Was telling her that you know she really impressed me a couple years ago with this. Uh, it was on television, and I just took my cell phone and I I just videoed it. I was so impressed by how she was able to connect these dots so easily, for for those of us that are, were kind of ignorant. So so Zen, if you would just kind of go back and and again talk about the uh, BT toxin, the Roundup, and the uh, desired trait, and and how all those things are kind of connected.
4: Sure, thank you for the opportunity. So there's three types of GMOs, and the first one is the Bt toxin, which stands for bacillotheraogenesis toxin. It's a uh, toxin taken from the carcass of a dead grain caterpillar, and they genetically engineer it to constantly reproduce more toxin, to be like a little toxin factory, which is different from the Bt toxin, which is used on organic farming. It just is a toxin for a short period of time, and then it dissipates, dries off, and it's no longer harmful. Um, But this one reproduces more and more, and it's put inside the cell, the DNA of the corn, for instance, and then, and it's and it goes in by a uh, bacteria or a virus, like for instance, the um, cauliflower uh, virus. And it will infect basically every cell of that plant. And then every cell of that plant will have a little BT toxin factory inside of it. And then when the bug eats it, it will get that little factory going inside of its gut, and eventually its stomach will explode. And this <sighs> this type of GMO is actually. Um, it registered with the EPA as a pesticide plant, a registered pesticide. So that's the first kind. And that was meant to, you know, sell to the farmer saying, listen, you won't have to spray pesticides. You won't have to spray your plants with toxic pesticides. You, The pesticide will be inside the plant and it will be very efficient. Now that, you know, that I concept might be okay for something like making plastic or fuel, you know, but it, it's definitely not okay for, for human beings or animals to be eating that. Um, and then um, if you agree with the concept of patenting life in the first place, right? <laughs> if, right, if, you right. Beyond, if you were to be able to get beyond that. Um, hmm. the, second, the second type of GMO is called HT or herbicide tolerant, and the most common one is Roundup Ready. And that's actually 80% of GMOs are engineered to withstand Roundup or glyphosate-based herbicides, um, of which there's 700 different brands now. And the herbicide tolerant means that you can spray the plant with herbicides, which will kill all the weeds around it, but it will not kill that plant. So it's resistant to those toxic chemicals. And the problem with that is that it does absorb into the plant. It does not dry off, does not wash off, and does not cook off. So we now have an entire population of human beings that are consuming herbicides at higher levels than ever before in human history, and definitely levels uh, above which have been shown to destroy our gut bacteria. Which is where I said earlier, you know, is where 70% of our immune system lies. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the second kind of and most common GMO, which consists of uh, soy, corn, sugar from sugar beets, canola oil, uh, canola, and uh, cottonseed. And there's, there's several others, but the, the other types of GMOs are the desired trait type GMOs. Um, some people are now calling them gene editing, um, there's CRISPR GMOs, there's a, a variety of new technologies of GMOs that are coming out that are going under the radar, frankly, as genetically modified, because what they're doing is either creating a desired trait, which does not involve pesticides. So they're saying, we, you know, we, we can get around this sort of genetic modifying uh, category. And and th- this type of GMO is concerning because they put in a desired trait, let's say, for instance, greener lettuce or a redder tomato. And on either end of that trait, sort of like a cookie recipe and you would add in chocolate chip cookies. but there has to be something to wake that up to like t- to be able to make the um, cells read it. So they put in it promoters. Now my concern as a mother is, are those promoters going to wake up genes of mm. rare diseases in my mm. children? No one will know. You'd never be able to find that out. Mm. Or are there silencers in there that are going to be silencing genes like, you know, for instance, silencing the ability for the plant to bruise or brown. Now, are those silencers going to be silencing genes in my children's body um, to be able to, you know, I don't know, you know, produce tryptophan or melatonin, right? You know, who knows
0: mm-hmm.
4: What, mm-hmm. what would happen inside of a human being's body. So that is very concerning. And then the gene editing or the CRISPR technology, um, which is being called GMO 2.0, they simply edit out traits. Um, and they're not adding anything in. They're editing things out and that can alter the entire species, for instance, or you know every single offspring after that to no longer have that trait. And um, you know, who knows what the repercussions are of this? It's simply not oh. tested enough. I mean, to, for the ability for instance, like the mice that were edited with gene uh, CRISPR, they made every single mouse after the first set of mice that were edited to have blue eyes. Every single mouse Mm. could have, you know, so this this is of great concern to be used um, not only in plants or animals, but in human beings someday. And um, if you want to find out more about that, Friends of the Earth is doing a great um, sort of, they have a a pamphlet called GMO 2.0. So if you go to Friends of the Earth, they have a lot of information about this new GMO technology as well.
2: That's great. Thank, thank you for that. And we want to invo- invite our listeners to uh, call in or email in any questions for Zen or myself or Linda, for that matter. We, we love that part. That's our favorite part of the show is talking to you guys. So if you would do that, we would love it. And uh, I want to ask one more question. Zen, is it possible to get rid of this glyphosate GMO things once you ingest them?
4: Oh sure, there's been studies that have shown that within one week you can eliminate ninety percent of the pesticides from your body, and within two weeks a hundred percent. Now I don't know if they tested like in the bone marrow and things like that. I you know I don't know that it was just through the urine, um, but and perhaps the blood. But you absolutely can, and people detox. Um, all the time on our website, momsacrossamerica.org, we have a health solution store. We do have a detox product on there that's plant-based. I think that you all, your listeners would love. Um, you can use a lot of uh, different smoo- you know, green drinks, smoothies, uh, chlorella. There's a lot of different things that you can use to detox. But the number one thing to do is to eat organic and non-GMO Project Verified because they are grown without toxic chemicals and without GMOs. And, yeah. and that's the number
2: one thing to do. Is there any connection um, between your work with the GMOs and and vaccines?
4: Absolutely, there's a connection between GMOs and vaccines. Uh, We were very shocked and disturbed to test vaccines recently and have all five of the vaccines that we tested come up positive for glyphosate, which is the declared active chemical ingredient in Roundup. And the reason why um, they showed up, we believe, is because GMO uh, feed for, that's given to animals um, is allowed by the EPA to have glyphosate levels as far as uh, 400 parts per million. 400. And it only take, takes 0.1 parts per billion to destroy gut bacteria. Oh, my so these God. An, Yeah, so these animals are eating very high levels of glyphosate-sprayed grains because they spray it on the crop as a desiccant to dry it out before harvest. Wow. Um, as well as spraying it on, you know, during yeah. the growing season. And so these animals eat it, it collects in their bone marrow and in their tendons. And then the tendons are used to make gelatin, which vaccines are are grown on. And the bone serum, you know, inside the bone marrow and also uh, the dairy that's produced by these animals, um, also soy and eggs, are found in vaccines. So um, when we tested it, it was they all five were positive. Now I I know statistically that's not a huge number as far as five, but to have all five positive is very concerning, um,
1: Mm -hmm. especially
4: since the MMR vaccine, which is the one that's been linked to autism and you know Mm -hmm. vaccine damage by the CDC employees themselves, was found to have 25 times higher the amount of glyphosate than the other vaccines. And then an independent scientist followed up and tested four batches of vaccines, I believe about 14 or so other vaccines, and the majority of them also had glyphosate in them, and the MMR vaccine had up to 34 times higher, the amount of glyphosate.
1: Wow. That
2: is, I had no clue. I really had no idea. It's very
4: disturbing because, and the the reason why this is so disturbing is because glyphosate has been um, shown in, you know, know, multiple kinds of studies to break down cell walls, meaning that it can break down the blood-brain barrier and allow toxins into the brain. Mm-hmm. And it can also destroy the gut bacteria, which we know there's a gut-brain connection, right? If it, it, every, right? Almost every child's, I haven't heard of a child with autism where their gut is not destroyed, right? right. So, mm-hmm. so there's two ways in which the glyphosate going directly into the muscle tissue and into the bloodstream um, could be, you know, you know causing a, a major component component of the vaccine damage, and if you think about it, the vaccine damage, the spike in autism did not happen in 1929 when mercury was put into vaccines. It wow. happened in the late 1990s when GMOs and glyphosate right. were put into our food and feed supply.
2: I see. Wow. wow. See, all this time I've been I've been telling people, you know, that because obviously the, you know, the autism numbers speak for themselves. I mean, that, you know, yeah, one definitely. in 2,500 people in, in 1985, one in 68 people in this, you know, so it's, it's, that's, that fact is kind of a no-brainer. What I've been telling people is it's it's the mercury and the aluminum, but what I'm learning from you is that that's not really the case. It's it's all well, the GMO.
4: Well, I'm not saying it's not, but but glyphosate can break down the blood-brain barrier and allow the alum- aluminum and mercury to do the damage which is being uh-huh. reported as being done. You say it's in, it's it. in conjunction. I believe Let's it's see. in conjunction. And of course, we need more studies to to uh, you know, follow this up, but um, you know, my son had autism symptoms at eight and a half years old, and he hadn't had a vaccine in four years. And when we cleaned up his gut, when we removed the wheat, which he was eating, and which um, he was the only one eating wheat because he didn't have a gluten intolerance. My other two children did. He had eight times higher the amount of glyphosate in his urine at that time than was found anywhere in Europe. He had gut dysbiosis, C. diff, fungus, all kinds of Wow! Um, gut issues, and when we removed the wheat and the ability for him to be exposed to glyphosate, and we put in colloidal silver and probiotics and uh, sauerkraut every day, and he ate no sugar throughout the holiday season, um, six weeks later we retested him. His glyphosate levels were no longer um, detectable, and his autism wow. symptoms were gone. Wow! So he had not it's... had a vaccine recently. Do you see what I'm saying? But his gut yeah. was destroyed. So I see. There, there's a correlation. Um, I, I just think it's in conjunction. If if our children are eating glyphosate sprayed grains, and and uh, foods, and then they get a vaccine, I'm very mm-hmm. concerned about that combination.
2: That, yes. That's that's great. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh, Zen went to the Netherlands recently, and when we come back, we'll have her uh, talk a little bit about that, and uh, I might share a couple cases from uh, from our practice. But uh, I tell you what, one thing I'm making myself a note right now is I'm going to probably go back tonight and re-listen to this program because <laughs> you're teaching me so much stuff. But very much appreciated. So we'll, we'll see you all shortly after the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too. At the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas, we know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit ganinowellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469-402-2800.
0: If you're busy, stressed, and can't ever seem to find the time to add in those new healthy habits, you need to check out Lisa Lutan's busy, stressed, and food-obsessed show. This program will help you discover easy ways to improve your health and happiness. Plus, you will pick up all sorts of tips on better eating, fitness, relationships, how to manage stress, and a lot more. You'll feel yourself becoming healthier just by tuning in. Listen live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: Much of the time, the illnesses that people feel are simply symptoms, and they mask the root cause of what the real health problem is. You can take back control of your own health, starting with billionaire health care. This program is hosted by Ashley Black. Our program will introduce you to fascia, which is the knowledge of the living matrix. This bit of knowledge can bring you the health secrets that only the rich and famous have known. Until now. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions,
0: options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472 5792. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to ganino wellness radio.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to our third segment of today's show. And before I send it back to Zen, I just wanted to kind of dovetail off of what we were talking about about vaccines a second ago. We, again, probably have. 30 to 35 children that we treat presently in our practice that are in the autism spectrum and every single one of these children we've done a a metals test on, either a hair test or a 24-hour urine collection. Every single uh, patient has multiple heavy metals and many of them have uh, elevated liver enzymes secondary to the damage being done to their liver. By these metals, as well as a genetic defect that we'll talk about in a future show called MTHFR mutation. But the good news is, we we do have uh, chelation technology in the office to remove these metals from these from these, uh, from these young people, and their liver enzymes do improve when we give them this chelation therapy. And they also, more importantly, functionally improve. You know, their cognition. I would say generally improve somewhere between forty to 70 percent. so it's you know it's not a miracle, but uh, these these parents are very happy to see you know even that much improvement they're they're really uh, you know pretty overjoyed by it. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of tie that up with the vaccines that we were talking about in the previous segment. So uh, before we went on air, uh, Zen was telling us about a recent trip to the Netherlands and so I was one wanted her to share that experience with us.
4: Absolutely. Thank you. I, I had the honor and privilege of being able to go to the Hague-Monsanto Tribunal, which was arranged by the Organic Consumers Association, Navdanya, iFoam, and many different international organizations to bring together 30 different people from around the world, from, from many different continents, to testify in front of a panel of real judges. Um, there, the damage which has been done either by... Uh, I mean, by Monsanto's products, namely glyphosate um, and GMOs, uh, through uh, impacting them in ways such as human health, uh, soil health, animal health, um, all of those different, you know, t- impact to the society and everything. And the first two people who got up in the tribunal were mothers, and they they recounted the damage which happened to their babies because they were using. They believe and and were testifying that they believed using. Roundup during their pregnancy um, because they believed it was safe, and they connected the timing in which they used Roundup to the um, development of the fetus and that timing of certain body parts which are being developed. For instance, the esophagus um, develops around three to four weeks, and the mother remembered using glyphosate at that time, and her child is now on on his 51st surgery on his esophagus. And yes, yeah, so there was just countless numbers of, of damage that is uh, were were displayed or, or talked about in the testimony in the um, tribunal. Cancer and um, liver and kidney damage. Twenty eight thousand people have died in Sri Lanka from kidney and liver damage, which has been linked, even by the EPA, to glyphosate-based herbicides. And five thousand of those people were. Did not work on farms. They were children and mother children and mothers, and you know women that just maybe came in contact with the farmer through hugs or you know just through maybe perhaps the water. And Sri Lanka is the first country to ban glyphosate based on scientific scientific evidence. So we I, we were very happy to to hear that.
2: It's um, a great great first step. It's too bad it took 28,000 people dying to oh. you know to make it happen.
4: It's a, it's a travesty, yeah, and, we, and we're seeing that same type of damage happening all across the country, just that it's, it's, at sl- it's a slower rate because we're eating, you know, smaller amounts in our food, we're not, we're not coming in contact with it as directly through farming, but we mm-hmm. must take heed of that, we must take notice of that, so the Monsanto Tribunal is organized to create a new uh, criminal classification called ecocide, where it would no longer wow. be possible for companies such as Monsanto to poison the earth, poison the water, poison the soil, and just get away with it. So we're hoping that outcome uh, will be, you know, in our favor. And we're hoping for a verdict in April um, is when we hear that they'll co- be coming out with it hopefully before Earth Day.
2: Okay, so Excellent. So your work is kind of done other than wait and pray.
4: Well yeah we all we all there were many testimonies given i gave information from moms across america and f- over 500 testimonies from from moms where their children got better and um or they experienced harm um so i appreciate everybody who has uh, gone to momsacrossamerica.org and filled out that survey we really appreciate that and um we, we are just waiting and seeing now yeah but the the work is just beginning as far as Um, connecting with over 600 people at the People's Assembly, which which coincided, it happened at the same time as the Monsanto Tribunal, and we met people from all around the world, Paraguay, China, the UK, Switzerland, um, Argentina, Brazil, and uh, we are working together with many different organizations to eliminate GMOs and toxic chemicals from our food supply completely.
2: Yeah, that's, Excellent. That's, that's Thank you. <laughs> so, as uh, as you may know, there's a there's an issue going on uh, up in the North Country right now with this uh, Dakota Access Pipeline, and I you have some knowledge that you could share with us about that.
4: Well, the Dakota Access Pipeline it just is weighing weighing heavy on my heart. You know, I woke up this morning seeing the um, the violence which is happening there, and one of our Moms Across America supporter. Angela from EcoWoom went up there. and We supported her with organic food to bring to uh, the Native American tribes that are there. Over 500 different tribes have come together and are uh, standing in opposition of the pipeline. And uh, Angela says it is, it is getting very dangerous now. They are uh, shooting people with, mm. um, with beanbags, you know, with rubber bullets They are just spraying mace randomly with no warning in people's faces. The dogs have attacked people and bitten them. Um, And these are people who are simply standing in prayer. They are chanting. They are not armed. And they are on Sioux Nation land. And these um, militant officers have been hired by the state of North Dakota, the governor, to protect so-called, you know, the corporate intentions of building this pipeline. And this is very disturbing because these are, you know, taxpayer-funded officers which are on the wrong side. You know, they should be on the side of the people, protecting the people, not standing against them and Mm -hmm. and harming them. Um, So this is extremely disturbing, and the call to action is to please go there or to please go to Iowa where they are in just a few days now going to build a pipeline through the Mississippi River. Oh God! And and it's so it's coming from you know from the left and from the west and from the east right and it's going to meet up together. Um, but the one that is going to go through the Mississippi will happen in the next few days. So go mm-hmm. on Facebook and you know look up. I don't know exactly which page it is right now. I don't have it in front of me, but look up you know Dakota Access Pipeline. Get more information about it. And see if you can take a road trip and go and just stand and support uh, these brave people because uh, this is this is not it's it's about water and it's about life, but it's also about the colonization, you know, the the colonism of this country, which is run by corporations now. We're living in yes. a corporatocracy, and sure so the are. fight, you know, the fight that they are. Uh, that they're in is all of our fight. We are all fighting now against corporations. Our food is being poisoned. They're, they're trying to protect water, which, you know, there's no substitute for that. But we are also fighting to protect our food supply and our water. And, um, and the slow poisoning is, is, and that's what it is now. Before I was very hesitant to use the word poison, but you know, when oil gets in water, that's poisoned. when, when, you know glyphosate and and chemicals get into our food supply in our breast milk and our water and our urine as we found that's poison and so we must all rise up and speak up and stand up and show up and say stop poisoning us this is no longer acceptable and whatever you can do if it's send money send supplies or show up please do something
2: yeah that's, that's beautiful okay uh We have a question, and uh, the question is uh, from Carrie, and and it's for Zen, and the question is, says, I don't have money to buy organic food. Both of my children have gut and sensory disorders. What are some tips I can do to start getting them healed up? And if I could buy one thing that's organic, what should it be? And then there's a, I'll let you take that, and then maybe we'll go to break, and then there's a follow-up question after that.
4: That's a great question, and I would say the number one thing to buy organic would be milk. If you feed your children milk, um, you could also switch to organic rice milk or you know another another type. Uh, the other thing would be uh, the cereals because th- when tested, those were the things that had the highest levels of glyphosate. Now the oils, if you go to restaurants and you're buying food, you know especially cheap fast food. Um, I would ask you to switch to the foods which are grilled instead of fried because the oils are allowed by the EPA to have levels up to 40 parts per million of glyphosate. So those would be the main things that I would ask you to switch out would be your milk and your cereals, your, you know, your bread products, and then um, the oils when you eat out, eat steamed or grilled foods as, as much as you can. And keep in mind that if you buy bulk rice and bulk beans – you can cook a meal for an entire family for I would say less than ten dollars. I mean, the whole for all five people. You can really, you really can make your money, your dollar go a long way. In fact, if you were to stay at home and chop up French fries, you know, fry them and bake them in the oven with with healthy, organic oil, which doesn't cost that much more, you can save the family nine hundred and seventeen dollars a year just by doing that twice a week at home, not eating out, eating at home just on the french fries alone so wow. you you can save money by eating organic at home rather than the standard american diet so please look into buying bulk and you know sharing uh say for instance i buy a 25 pound bag of gluten-free sprouted grain flour and i share it with my girlfriend and we make baking mixes and we have these big containers of baking mixes so instead of 5.99 for organic uh gluten-free f- baking mixes to make pancakes and, and muffins and things like that, we're spending maybe a dollar something. So uh, you can save money by eating organic. Uh,
2: that, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Zen. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we'll have a follow-up question uh, from the same person. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice
1: Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too. At the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas, we know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit GaninoWellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469 402 2800.
0: It's time to experience radical well being. Learn to nourish your heart, body, and mind. Manifest your power in the present and learn to live your life's infinite potential. It's time to experience Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio with host Rochelle McLaughlin. Each week, you'll learn about essential skills and knowledge to help you discover and create your own experience of health and well being. And learn to be empowered to take bold and loving action toward manifesting the life you long for. Tune in every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel.
4: When you stop to think about it, we are all a part of one interconnected ecosystem. What happens in one part of the world can affect us all. So we need to take an active stand for the issues that are important to us. Listen for Stewardship Through Respect with Holly Wells. You'll learn about personal health and environmental issues that need to be important to us all and hear from the experts about a different topic each week. Listen every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Your life, your health,
0: your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, Back to Ganino Wellness Radio.
2: Welcome back, everybody, and again, our guest today is Zen Honeycutt, and she was uh, telling us about uh, food preparation, ways to save money. And our previous uh, caller had the follow-up question: Was does it does it help? Does washing your fruits and vegetables help? Let's say you're, you're you you do not have or organic versus non-organic. Either one does does washing help? And then there was also a question about um, when something says it's it's grass-fed, like if you're eating grass-fed beef, is there, their question is, is there no glyphosate in the grass? Is that what that means? Or if you could comment on those two things.
4: Oh, those are great questions. Uh, first of all, I always recommend washing fruits and vegetables. It's just a good idea. Um, in fact, if you soak them a little bit with a little vinegar, especially berries, you can prolong the life of those berries, because or- especially organic can... Um, you know, they'll deteriorate faster because they don't have the preservatives sprayed on them. So we'd always recommend washing, but it it doesn't help with washing off glyphosate. Glyphosate is in, uh, it does absorb into it and things like berries and sweet potatoes and potatoes, things that are grown close to or in the ground will absorb glyphosate. So really as much as possible, uh, it's it's about budgeting, making organic food a priority um, and you know, maybe maybe your vacations are camping instead of, you know, fancy hotels. That's what we do. And uh, making organic food is a priority. But yes, washing, washing does help for some pesticides and herbicides, and we always recommend that. And as far as grass-fed go, grass-fed, um, as as idyllic as it sounds and as, as ideal as it is, it's not perfect because grass-fed does not mean organic. Grass-fed, the cows could actually be being fed uh, GMO alfalfa, which means that it's Roundup ready and the hay could be, could have been sprayed with glyphosate as a drying agent before um, the, the harvest. So mm-hmm. grass-fed does not necessarily mean organic. Um,
2: so they, it, they, they could, you know, put it in, uh, grass-fed means we're not giving these, these animals GMO corn, but it still could be glyphosate in the alfalfa or whatever the particular quote grass is.
4: Yes, it's still, I I still prefer grass-fed over uh, conventional uh, fed meat as well. Um, But I would love grass-fed and organic and pasture-raised would be ideal. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that doesn't mean to say that all hay that is fed to grass-fed animals is glyphosate sprayed. I would say the majority is not. But in the northern regions, especially in Canada where it's wetter, there might be um, alfalfa sprayed, you know, Roundup sprayed, alfalfa or hay, and um, I've talked to the grass-fed, the American Grass-Fed Association, and, and they have stated specifically that grass-fed does not necessarily mean uh, no roundup.
2: Okay, very good. How how do we get organic into our public schools?
4: Oh, that's great. Well, first of all, it takes one person to say, I'm I'm going to find a way to do this, and then research other schools which have done that, and there's a great organization uh, started out called Teens Turning Green and now it's just called Turning Green because the the teens have turned into college students and they have a great website uh, with a section called Conscious Kitchen and they have actually transitioned uh, school cafeterias to organic, local, sustainable non-GMO foods and you want to follow the example of the other people who have already done this and there are many schools which have done this. There's also a great movie called Food Beware, uh, The Organic French Revolution, and it's on Netflix, and it's about a French school in Barjac, France, which I was very fortunate to be able to visit recently, and they have transitioned their school to organic, and it, it is a wonderful film, not just for about school food, but for about the impact of pesticides, so I highly recommend that as well.
2: Okay, very good. I, um, you know, one one thing about this this field that the three of us are in is that you know there's always new information breaking all the time. For example, I was in Tucson last month and I, the uh, I sit down to lecture and this guy's going to talk about something called Galactin three, which I've never heard of in my life. And it turns out, you know, my ignorance was. Uh, uh, you know, i'm I'm so glad I went to this conference because I learned that this is a substance that's produced by cancer cells as well as uh, diseased uh, heart tissue. And you can use this as a marker for for people uh, pro- it has prognostic implications for congestive heart failure, sudden death, hospitalization, and in, in cancer. Mm-hmm. And long story short, there's a you know there's a um, a supplement called modified citrus pectin, which can decrease this uh, galactin three in the in the circulation and and so on and so forth. So, the reason I went into all that is just to say that it is exciting to learn new stuff. And then, so my my final question is, Zen Honeycut, what's the most recent thing that you've learned and you're excited about?
4: Uh, as far as a solution or as far as what's going on with our food supply?
2: Just, yeah, just anything that uh, was kind of like an aha for you maybe, or uh, I hadn't thought about this until then kind of a thing, anything sure. like that? Sure, well,
4: I suppose that one of the most recent was that, Um, You know, it it, it occurred to me through this whole process that the claim that people say, you know, that uh, these chemicals are safe, that they're spraying on their food, is completely unfounded. And this is because the EPA policy is to only test the one declared active chemical ingredient in a product. And I've specifically gone to the EPA and asked them in person, do you have any long-term animal studies on the final formulation of... Roundup, and they, the director of the Pesticide Review Board, looked me in the eye and said, "No, um, we, not that we know of." And so this means that the final formulation of Roundup, which is sprayed on our food, that that the claim that that is safe is completely unfounded. And so th- this is widespread fraud, you could say. You know, th- yeah. it's a misleading of the American public that this product is safe and that the glyphosate-based herbicides are safe because there's really no There's no evidence for that in long-term animal studies. And so, you know, this is incredibly disturbing, and and this shows us that the EPA policy for, um, for this entire process needs to be changed. And we, the American people, must speak up, and we must have regulatory agencies which protect us. And, um, you know, so that, that is, that's very important. But it's, as far as solutions go, I just think every day I'm finding out about, you know, new products or new ways to protect ourselves. And, and the number one thing I have to say, again, is eating organic, putting reverse osmosis or a very good filter system on your water and uh, making sure to have uh, the good minerals, putting excellent trace minerals back into your, um, your body and eating sauerkraut. I love cultured food life. As a website uh, by Donna Schwank, eating fermented food and putting cultured food back into your gut will make you know great, great uh, improvements in
2: your health. That's awesome, Zen. We thank you so much uh, for being our guest today. Tremendous show. We we wish you all the best. We send you off with prayer. We'll be supporting you uh, in every way we can. And once again, just thank you so much.
4: Thank you very much. Go to momsacrossamerica.org. Appreciate it.
2: Awesome.
3: Okay. Thank, thank you all. You.
2: Listeners, thank you. And we'll uh, see you at 3 p.m. Central, one week from today.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Ganino Wellness Radio. Please join your hosts, Dr. John and Linda Ganino, again next Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for an appointment with Dr. John Ganino at his practice in Heath, Texas please call 469-402-2800. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.